everyone and welcome to this next episode of 15 Minutes With. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I am really excited about our next guest, Rishi Jain. Rishi, thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get straight into our conversation. Would you mind introducing yourself to the audience? Tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got to where you are today. Thank you very much for having me. I am I'm Richard Jane. I'm the Senior Manager for Equality, Diversity and Inclusion at Liverpool Football Club. I've been enrolled for around nearly 18 months or so. I head up absolutely everything that the club does around equality internally. That's people, processes, culture, inclusion networks, essentially how we embed ED&I into our operating modules and the way that we work. And then externally, it's very much around as a football club, how do we assume and embrace our responsibility to talk to these important topics that's obviously very luckily working with our players and our managers and other sort of key high profile individuals to really go this is what we're all about and these are our values so to be able to be a part of that is something that i very much count as a privilege but also comes with obviously a lot of responsibility as well fantastic and uh can you share a little bit about how you got to to where you are today in terms of your career journey of course, I started, my entire career has revolved around um, ED&I or diversity and inclusion in football, which is great actually, and it's well, it's been quite a unique and a privileged position to be able to say that about my career. I started working as a volunteer, um, as funny enough as like a community coach, um, so working in sort of local sort of areas in the city, in Liverpool, that is coaching football, working with underrepresented diverse groups. And it was quite empowering actually, and for me it was great to be sort of, be alongside people from there was diverse groups and work with them and actually people who would sort of look at me as well. I did that for the football club, then moved into sort of part-time work as I got older, then moved into full-time work after university and then ended up sort of owning the club's ED&I work. So that was great. Really enjoyed it. Really positive. Great to be a part of that for the football club that you support as well. Did that for about nine and a half years in total. Um, then moved on to kick it out and kick it out as football so the equality and inclusion campaign. That is working with, well, that was working with the 72 football league clubs as essentially like an equality advisor. So going in, helping them reach minimum standards and benchmarks they needed to reach that were sort of governed by the authorities. Again, really great experience being able to sort of travel the country and work with very many different organisations. Some had five employees who most of them were volunteers, others had 500. They were all trying to work at the same level. Then I moved on to Manchester United, did that for around five years. Really great place to work, just some really fantastic stuff that I'm hugely proud of being able to really sort of move the conversation forward and then about 18 months or so ago and got the knock from Liverpool to sort of see if I wanted to join again it's fantastic to have to sort of have the opportunity to come back to the football club and really sort of drive forward all the great work that was being done and build upon that. Amazing thank you. Obviously a ton of experience and you've probably seen a lot change in the world of diversity, equity, inclusion, and specifically in sport. What has been the kind of day-to-day impact of that in, in your work? And obviously world events have, have affected that also, but what have you seen kind of day-to-day change and what has been the impact for you as a result of this, this conversation, this topic constantly evolving? I'd say that throughout my career, in, in the early days, you could very much deliver an event and go, right, we'll see you again in 11 months' time. Um, and we're just not in that place anymore. And we should never have been in that place, really. But that's probably where sport was, where football was, and probably where society was. Right. If I'll be honest, I think the spotlight has never been bigger on football. And there is an expectation on people working in the sports industry. And 
high profile people to speak out around societal issues and by the shy away from that you embrace it and I'm very lucky to work for an organization that embraces that you've got fantastic senior people and so the most recognizable face in the world who will talk to these topics with such authenticity and that's fantastic it makes my job that little well a lot easier when you've got that but actually from a club perspective it's having those moments fantastic for example like black history month in the uk and pride etc but it's about having that strategy in place actually we relaunched our strategy in march of 2022 um, and that just made us a lot more purposeful around everything we do around dd and i because if we in the past yes there was lots of fantastic activity being done and that was brilliant to sort of come in and be able to build upon that but yeah. it was never but for me it wasn't something which made me go oh wow i really want to be part of this i really want to drive it forward as a club, we went through that reposition and actually now we're able to really talk to our values internally next day and hopefully people really understand what we're all about um, and that's not me going we're perfect and i'll never say that we're complete i'll never say they're absolutely perfect but yeah. i think for me it's very much like we're liverpool football club a global brand people will when we talk people will listen and we're really looking in that position so actually let's take advantage of that but for all the right reasons fantastic i guess what i'm hearing is systematically things are I guess they're becoming more systematic they're coming becoming more purposeful more intentional which is which is great to see but obviously being a a football club as well you have a a a large stakeholder group which is the fans themselves how have their responses been and and has there been a shift in in how they are responding to these types of initiatives and, and this conversation the response has been fantastic. What we're actually seeing is that there is a demand from our supporters for us to do more. And that's great. That's exactly mm. what you want. Yeah. Also, there's an expectation for us to be speaking out on certain topics. And again, that's great. That's exactly what you want because you built a reputation as an organisation who does come to the table. What I'm really proud of from a supporter focus is the, the self-policing that goes on. So when we do see issues yeah. maybe take place within our fan base, whether it's in the stadium or it's online, the majority of our reports that come in are from fellow Liverpool fans who are in that Anfield is a place that is welcoming for all that's fantastic you can't really get much better than that mm. uh, these incidents are always unfortunately going to happen at some point whether it's in the book yes there's a spotlight of football what happens in the streets happens in white society but actually I means very much how you deal with them and how you come out the back of them um, and we are lucky and sort of privileged to have supporters who are very values driven um, and around they believe actually that the, the support that we have from our fan base from our sort of wider stakeholder group is really strong and actually they're, they're always pushing us to do even more which is which is a great problem to have fantastic that's great thank you as you know the the focus of 15 minutes with is is really to share solutions and best practices on a workplace diversity equity inclusion and successful positive stories that can be shared with others that, that can also be implemented by by other companies or the communities is there something that you have been particularly proud of that you've implemented or been a part of that has been successful in achieving your DEI goals what has that been and why do you think it was was positive or, or successful? If you could share a little bit about that. Of course. I, I'd answer that question probably in the way that we've got a, we're really lucky and we've got a good, actually, well, we're not lucky, it's by design. We've got a really good coordinated approach around e and I. When we are delivering these external campaigns, we've also got a lot of internal activity going on with our, with our inclusion networks. We've also got fantastic, incredible work being done by our LFC foundation who are going out working local communities and actually 
there's a, there's a lot to be said around that, a fully coordinated, full club approach to driving forward EDI. Yeah. Um, one great example of that is last year with Rainbow Laces, which is still more sort of LGBT plus inclusion campaign. Um, we did this incredible piece of content with Jürgen and Michaela Moore from LSD Women. Um, they sat down, had a conversation. It was supposed to be about allyship, but it, as all these great pieces of content do, we ended up talking about Jürgen asking Michaela what's like to come out as an LGBT plus football, how many times you have to do it. And mm. he learned from her, she learned from him, and it was incredible. It was this, I was sat in the background, obviously away from the camera, just being like, we've got it. We've, this is brilliant because yeah. it's real and it's genuine and it's a conversation yeah. you can sort of put on camera and sort of share that with the world. Mm. And that piece got a record amount of views and those of engagement. And that's fantastic. And that's brilliant for us as a content perspective, but also from the EDI perspective. But at the same time, yeah. delivering multiple allyship workshops to our employees. We're introducing pronouns campaigns for all our staff to be more inclusive around LGBT plus mm. and the foundation are then going out to deliver over 40 workshops to young people across the city in the Merseyside region around allyship and what it means to be a positive LGBT plus ally. That's just three parts. You've also got the academy, you do incredible education around this as well. You've got mm. multiple parts of the business all pulling forward in the same direction around these key initiatives. So it really is a coordinated approach. And yes, we are in a position where we have these assets and we have these different functions of the business. But I'd actually say that a lot of businesses probably do have those, especially the, non- yeah. the non-football, non-sports ones. It's just about figuring out what they are and then making sure that they're all moving forward in the set at the same pace in the same direction. Brilliant. Thank you. What do you think for a company or a community that's looking to take on a similar approach, what advice would you have for them? If they're, they're at square one, they have no idea where to start, but you know, want to aim for the moon, where, where would be a good place to start to make sure that there is such a, a coordinated approach across an organisation? I'd say if you were at sort of square one and looking to deliver something relatively similar make it appropriate for your audiences don't look at us and go oh wow they do a great job gonna mimic it like flattery is great and sort of it's a compliment when people go we want a bit of that and that's fantastic but you want to make sure it lands so we've Mm. done a lot of work to make sure the content that we do yeah to your specific audience yeah yeah, it has to land with that specific audience because if it doesn't then it'll either go over people's heads or they'll go that's nice and they move on and yeah. you've seen that, you especially saw that around Black Lives Matter and that obviously key moment in our history now uh, around George, George Floyd's murder. And actually mm-hmm. brands came out and said, this is what we stand for. And then employees were like, well, not really. Yeah, not and authentic. I, yeah, it's not authentic. And understand what's important to your people, what's important yeah. to your stakeholders. And then, yeah, you want to aim for the moon, but you don't have to get there in day one. Mm. Um, doing small tactical things will allow you to build up that. And actually, for me, that's always been my approach on my career. Mm. Is you, know, you can go big from day one, but if someone scratches the surface, what's underneath? I'd much rather spend twelve months building up to a big moment than have a big moment and then be twiddling my thumbs, thinking, "Yeah, I've done that now. What else can we do?" What else? Yeah. Um, and that's where we found success as a football club, and that's something that I've learned throughout my career. Is, is vitally important to success and more importantly and, and really importantly is leaving a legacy. Great thank you. So uh, coming to a close final question and you've sort of answered it already but just in case there's uh, an additional message to share if there is one thing you could share with the 15 minutes with audience what would that be today? It'd be to do it actually I know obviously we're probably speaking to an engaged audience around EDI and that's fantastic but 
take these conversations and have them where they may be that little bit more uncomfortable mm. because I always believe that there are there are always ways that you can pull on people's drivers you might not know what they are initially but you'll always be able to tick someone's box from an EDI perspective mm. and once you figure that out you'll find that you'll get allies across your business and you'll be able to move forward so for me it will be have these conversations share this record than others and go and take that outside of your immediate circle and maybe throw it in someone's email inbox that might not necessarily be the most the, the biggest ally or the most intrigued with this topic and just see what they think yeah that's great thank you so much well that brings us to the end of our conversation thank you so much Rishi for your time this was great to just get a a quick slice of of what's happening in in your organization and, and thank you for for sharing those insights with everyone thanks so much thank you very much Thank you.